Hello, hello, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Gridcast, the podcast where um, the folks over at Gridfacts talk about all sorts of things. In this episode, starring uh, me, Rachel, the wolf, um, I'm mostly a musician and artist and editor and audio technician for Gridfacts. <laughs> and of course, we have the lovely Kane. I uh hi I I'm a I'm a writer and an artist and a disaster um and disaster. a streamer <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now we have uh, somebody who's muted for some reason oh I I just <laughs> oh, was just waiting go. until you yeah. oh, okay <laughs> well this episode uh, guest stars um essence of thought welcome yeah. to the show. Ethel first and not Essence of Thought. <laughs> Essence of Thought oh. is, is a team effort. So. Oh, uh, shit. Sorry. So I say sorry to Levi if uh, he's watching this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just erasing uh, their effort. It's fine. Um, yes, yeah, so hi. I, uh, well, I, I say I make reference content for YouTube, but what I seem to do recently is just piss people off. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, trans people's existence uh, seems to piss people off some somehow. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that 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 is a thing, but uh, yeah, we wouldn't. Uh, I think I speak for a lot of us uh, uh, if I say when I say uh, we wouldn't be uh, creating a lot of trans positive content if you know this wasn't the case. If our identities wouldn't be constantly erased. Mm -hmm. If we could just, I don't know, for instance, as as just a random example, uh, live our uh, fucking lives <laughs> without people <laughs> coming at us. Like, I mean, that we could just live. We might make content about being trans, but it might not be so heavily focused on, on education and things because we wouldn't need to. But alas, yeah. the world is not there yet. No. Mm -hmm. 2021 and the world's not there yet um speaking of which um so uh, uh ethel mm -hmm. yeah I, I was gonna say yes it's so fun again i had to correct myself <laughs> it's fine uh, but um uh you're from india now uh no i'm actually from the uk i'm living oh in you're india. from the uk but you're, um, you're in yeah. india uh oh. i'm living there with my wife um who is indian uh, specifically oh, bengali cool. Uh, we met at the University of Surrey, where we were studying. She was doing her master's. I was doing my bachelor's in science and sociology. Um, we ended up together. She moved back to uh, India. And with everything that's been happening in the UK, um, in regards to foreigners and Brexit, even though it's mm -hmm. about the EU, it's just created an extremely hostile you know, environment for foreigners. Um, yeah. She wasn't able to get a uh, visa to stay over there, so I moved over to India to be with her. So oh, I, th I think that's a pretty smart move, uh, all things, uh, all things <laughs> considered. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Um, like we, we talk about whether we're going to back to the UK if we can, and it's honestly with what's yeah. happening um, with the Supreme Court ruling last year and everything that's happening at the BBC and in the government. It, it's kind of. <sighs> It's kind of on the edge there whether we'd actually go back if we had the chance, um, mm -hmm. which says something because, like, 
I have extremely sensitive lungs and I have to deal with the Delhi smog every year. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I'd rather deal with that than deal with a lot of the stuff that's been happening in the UK, to be honest. So, yeah. I understand. I, I mean, understand. I guess you could always uh, move to like different places in India. I mean, India is a huge country, no? Yeah, uh, there are places like we've looked at Himachu in the mountains, um, up in the Himalayas. Uh, oh, wow. The only thing there is um, like getting around is very difficult. Uh, thing about mm-hmm. being in Delhi is, of course, you've got the uh, metro, so you, we can travel around. We don't drive either of us, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and there's, there's that. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how things go. Um, it's also most of Adidas' work opportunities are in Delhi. Um, oh, yeah. She's yeah. a former practicing lawyer who trained so oh. she could work in human rights fields. Um, and now she's doing that. She's in human rights fields. Um, like her previous job, she was working related to um, witch burnings, child marriages, those sorts of issues. Oh. They were gathering information, uh, both like social, legal, political, and then like passing it on to uh, the governments and other organizations. Um, yeah. Wow, that sounds. Uh... Sounds like quite a job. Uh, it's really uh, important work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and here, here I am as a as a failed artist, and uh, <laughs> but uh, no, just kidding. Everyone has their own, you know, I make their own skills for a living, so I can't. Speak. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we do that too, I uh, guess. Hey, well, sort of. Being being a being a, I've I've heard the term used. Being a culture worker is very important too. Like that's that's critical. Yeah, absolutely. I unironically agree. <laughs> um, also, uh, I just had a thought. Like, um, is the um, traffic also like traffic? Um, uh, pu- public transport is it also like really cheap in India? Uh, yeah, it is very cheap here. Yeah, yeah um, because because I, I just thought back at like uh, I've been to Turkey like uh, uh, quite a few times. Um, that's like a popular destination for me, you could say, and. Um, in Turkey, like public transport is just amazing. It's really, <laughs> it's just really good. Like you can, uh, there's like uh, public uh, buses, so to say, like small buses, mm-hmm. and they travel like pretty much around the clock. And there's no real bus stop except like where they the, where the final stop is. I guess. Yeah, yeah, we have and, some of those in India as well. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like whenever you. Uh, when I get a ride, you just uh, you know stick out your mm-hmm. your thumb at the side of the road and and all stuff for you. It's yeah. it's really cool, mm-hmm. and it's really affordable. Yeah. That is <laughs> massively better than the United States's various public transport systems, which I can attest, having been in many many major cities in this country, are all miserable. <laughs> they're very <laughs> they're very bad. They're not funded properly and things. Yeah. Oh God. The only thing that I can really say negative is uh, the fact to go on the metro, you have to pretty much go through airport security. Um, oh, gosh. Which includes uh, gendered lines uh, to get okay. scanned and patted down. Um, and that's led to some very hairy situations in the past, uh, especially as, like, I, I, I try learning parts of Hindi. I'm not that good at it. Um, but mm-hmm. also when I'm panicking, it just everything that I do know just goes out the window. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like when I, 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 
Yeah, when they're yelling at me um, about something, I don't know if they're yelling at me about being in the wrong queue or something else, have I done something wrong? Um, and it's just like panic just sets in. And uh, it's, it's it, they're very upfront with um, like the security there. So you can see the guy with you know, an assault rifle sat behind a bomb screen just like watching you. So, um, yeah. Uh, not, yeah, that's not, not intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's, that's why, like, sadly... We tend to avoid uh, that when you get um, autos or buses. So, yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should uh, start talking about uh, content a little bit, and specifically, yes. um, yeah, specifically your content, of course. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I I have to admit, uh, and this probably goes for a lot of uh, uh, people listening to this as well. I. Um, I was uh, I was already familiar with um, with your work uh, mm -hmm. prior to the whole situation with the atheist experience, uh, but uh, I think that 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 situation is kind of what brought you into the limelight, and not necessarily in a positive way. Well, for one thing, to start with it's probably best to point out it wasn't so much. What happened with the atheist experience? Um, the atheist experience stuff was kind of like secondary to the larger thing that was going on, which is like the general sector community. Um, you know, it really was me versus Woodford, uh, Westbrook, and Oates. Um, you know, the ACA stuff. Interesting enough, everyone like claims that I started that off. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, uh, <clears throat> Woodford posted some very transphobic content. It wasn't his first time. Before that, he'd posted videos stating he agreed with Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro on trans issues. Um, you know, he talked about how he applauded Jordan Peterson for his defense of biological facts and free speech, yeah. which, of course, remember, is C16. Yeah. Oh. Um, he was showing clips of Ben Shapiro pulling the attack helicopter argument. Um, and like the video for that was taken from was Ben Shapiro destroys transgenderism and abortion. He goes out of his way to state that he doesn't agree with Ben Shapiro on abortion. Um, so what that in kind of implies there is he does agree with Ben Shapiro on trans people. Um, so yeah, it wasn't the first time. He then decided to go after trans people. He painted targets on the backs of multiple trans women, including two uh, black schoolgirls, um, whom he never apologized for doing. Uh, you know, sadly, they were harassed to the point that one of them even, she no longer gets involved with sport um, because the harassment got so much. Um, I put out a response after I was approached by dozens of, of trans people. Someone had approached me before on the Ben Shapiro video. It had been one of the things that I put on a back burner, um, which is why I, I acknowledged his soft on Shapiro stance, but I'd forgotten the fact that it was actually about trans people as well. Um, because I was rushing to get my response video out. I checked his research. He messed up so many different ways. His arguments were just foul. Um, mm -hmm. The usual, uh, you know, if we don't do something quick, this will be the end for women's sports. I oh, yeah. want to see a day where women's sports is dominated by Y chromosomes, but unless we act quickly, that will become it, the case. Um, it's oh, yeah. super interesting how all these people who definitely probably weren't fucking interested in women's sports before 
especially Woodford. Hey. Like that like, guy. Like <laughs> if you listen to to Ben Shapiro and you take that seriously, you're mm-hmm. definitely not someone who's interested in women's sport. I mean, yeah. let's be yeah. let's be damn honest. It's a dog here. whistle. I mean, it's what it is. It is. It well, is. It's a, it's a it's a way of like sowing panic, I guess. My video mm-hmm. went out, um, and he like cried because at the at the beginning I I labeled him alt light uh, because of the arguments he was making, um, okay. and then late like later on I like state prove me wrong on this, show me that you're actually receptible, like you know receptive towards the information um, and all this. But he was like crying that he couldn't make it past the first few minutes until people dragged him out for that. Um, oh, no. and then it seems like he was like, he, he, he approached me as he, like, we were talking and then eventually he decided, oh, I'll change things. I'll update things. I got some things wrong, nothing specific. Um, but like I had gone up against someone a lot larger than me. Uh, and it seems like I'd come out on top. So I was like, okay, just, just give him space to like fix things and we'll see how that goes. Uh, after I like reached that kind of accord with him, uh, I noticed that a lot of the people, in the second community was suddenly approaching me to like, come on, do like a show with us, like do a talk. Uh, I went on, I did a show of sort of skeptic, um, who, uh, said something that kind of made me a little worried because there was an upcoming event called faithless forum, um, which is when a bunch of secular YouTubes gather up at this kind of a conference for secular YouTubers. And he was like, Oh, I hope no one says anything about this and tries to start an issue. I was like, Oh fuck. Um, so I remember putting out a video like saying, keep an ear out. If you hear something, just correct them. Remind them that I didn't come into Woodford's backyard. Woodford came into my backyard. Cause like, there's always the fear as a trans femme person that I'm just going to be presented as this hyper aggressive monster oh, going yeah, around, yeah. like attacking innocent cis people. Yeah. That's, 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 that's pretty much like the, the feminist stereotype from, mm-hmm. from the right now. Yeah. Um, so I just said like you shouldn't need to do this for Woodford me and him have reached an uneasy truce you know but just keep an ear out if someone's lying corrects them Uh, members at the Faithless Forum tried spinning this as me trying to instigate violence Um, officials who organised the conference uh, one of them Tauto Atheist even went so far as to claim that what I had tried to achieve was on par with the burning down of religious buildings uh, (laughs) and that there'd been video footage uh recorded showing this and that it will be coming you know to the public soon it never did there was no footage i was in india um (laughs) you know this is a conference taking place in the u.s i was in india i hadn't started anything um what had actually happened is one person asked a single question during a q a about the video that was it Uh, and that was being equated to instigating violence um, uh, anyway, nonsense. whilst he was there at the Faithless Forum, he went on to the Atheist Experience, uh, which, without any involvement of me, I didn't even know he was on the Atheist Experience. At the time, I used to watch the Atheist Experience when, like, they, they used to break up their episodes and, like, post them as separate topics. That's when I'd watched them. I didn't watch yeah. the live ones. I didn't watch them just, just after recorded. I waited until they cut it up, and then I'd watch the ones that interested me. So I didn't even oh. know Woodford had been on the show at this point. Um, that was until I heard that <clears throat> the ACA had released an apology to the LGBT plus community for having Woodford on without either addressing the transphobia on the show 
or holding off until the transfer fee had been addressed. Um, that was largely it, you know. We wish we'd either talked about it on the show or that we just waited until um, it had been dealt with. Uh, and, you know, okay, I thought that was that. Sure. Woodford then went ahead and compared himself to Galileo being judged <laughs> oh, by yeah. the uh, Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> what, what an inflated yeah, sense he of made like a Photoshop. that is. Yeah, and yeah. He, his thumbnail, he literally photoshopped his face yeah. onto a painting of Galileo being judged by oh, the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, that's so, absurd. So I made the video response pointing out the fact that like, he, he said he was going to like fix his original video, Um and he has time to go out on like his fucking ego and his vanity and like argue over <laughs> this, um, but he doesn't have time to stop the harm that his his video is still pumping out that hatred towards trans people. Um, you know, I remember I also used the thumbnail of that. I I I photoshopped him onto the uh, the image of Jesus being crucified to like kind <laughs> of like <laughs> push back <laughs> what he was doing. Yeah, fair. That's funny. Um, <laughs> And like that's when shit really hit the fan, um, because I was like, this guy clearly has no intention of actually fixing things. He's just fucking around, saying what he thinks I want to hear to try and get me off his back. Uh, and that's when the rest of the secular community, the people who'd like approached me to like, ah, oh, you know, come on the show, I'll oh, get involved with this. Um, during that month where I backed off and gave him time to fix things, they became incredibly hostile. Um, and yeah, shit, shit just escalated from there. Uh, he like really, his fans? Not just his fans, other content creators, Rachel Oates, oh, okay. Holy Kool-Aid, um, Telltale Atheist, Sort of Skeptic, lots of those. Uh, and it was just, it was constant, because I was, I was the largest secular YouTube in our corner. Um, and like, collectively, like they must have had half a million subscribers between them. Um, and that wasn't fun. You know, Woodford published an apology, which didn't actually address the, like the worst issues with what he did. It like admitted to a few of like the nitpicky things that people have pointed out. It refused to acknowledge the whole, um, you know, if we don't do anything soon, it'll be dominated by Y chromosomes. Uh, it didn't acknowledge the facts that he painted the tires on the backs of two black trans schoolgirls. Um, you know, it, it didn't acknowledge any of this. It's it just, it was such a fake ass apology. And then, like, it also went on to attack all of his trans critics. Um, like, the cis critics are, oh, they're fine, you know, uh, they were polite and like handled me with kitty gloves and all that. But, like, these, these trans people, these people who I have harmed, you know, Oh, they're being so violent and aggressive with me. It's like <laughs> I gave you a month to fix things. Um, yeah, you were yeah. the polar opposite <clears throat> of aggressive and that's like it doesn't matter. Um, this is just if you're yeah, if you're a trans if you're any marginalized person, but especially if you're trans femme, then you're just going to be painted as aggressive, and that's just the way society's been primed to believe. You know? Oh yeah. It is. Um, this continues. Then more information came out about what happened with the ACA because it hadn't just been uh, the statement. The statement had led to the atheist community of Austin, who funds the atheist experience, uh, being sworn by Woodford's followers, throwing racist, uh, homophobic, sexist, and ableist abuse at them. 
leading to a mass walkout of moderators because they weren't getting support from the higher-ups. Um, the board had rejected a take-back of the initial apology um, because Matt Dillahunty and the then-president, I forget his name, had called in a cis woman as their consultant on how to deal with the transphobia issue, uh, oh, Shannon Q. Um, and she had written, a, she'd helped them write a policy that effectively kicks the LGBT plus community to the curb in apologizing to Woodford. Um, the board rejected wow. that. The president went ahead and ran it anyway. Um, oh. Then the elections were like literally a week after this. Um, Holy Kool-Aid, who again is Westbrook, one of Woodford's close friends. He turns up at the meeting with a bunch of people no one has seen before. Um, and yeah, uh, they pretty much, you know, have the whole, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, during the Red Scare, there was the question, like, are you, or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Oh yeah. That's uh, he pretty much did the same thing, except it was, uh, do you, or have you ever supported the original ACA statement or solidarity with the LGBT plus community? And if they said yes, they just grilled the fuck out of the people. Um, you know, people who attended uh, reported feeling physically unsafe. Um, you know, and yeah, they, they they just lined the board with Woodford sycophants, um, yeah, including including someone who um, who didn't even have like the right to run in the position. Um, you need to have so many months membership to run for the position. You can turn up on the night and vote, which is how they got them in. Um, but in order to run, you need so many months. I think it's six months membership. Uh, this person didn't have that. Uh, and despite the fact that the year before, they'd had a cis woman who wanted to run with, I think, four months experience as opposed to the six she needed, uh, she'd been rejected on that basis. This guy, with zero months membership, was allowed to run, and they forced him through. Um, like, it was just absolutely horrific. Um, so I absolutely up, kangaroo court. Yeah. Jesus. Ended up calling that out. Um, and at this point, Rachel Oates, someone who I had blocked for three months and just been ignoring, she upped her constant harassment of me. Um, and, like, eventually... I snapped and I clapped back on my own wall. Um, and I, I don't know if you know much about reactive abuse. Uh, reactive abuse is when an abuser goes out of their way to provoke a response and then will turn around and use that response as evidence that the person that they've been provoking is the real abuser, the true abuser. Um, I literally, all I did was describe how she was helping uh, Woodford and Westbrook harm trans people, um, why I wouldn't apologize to her for pointing that out, and how she could fix things if she actually gave two shits about trans people. Um, she then weaponized self-harm as a result of that. Uh, you know, and it, it's, yeah. Prying white cis upper-class woman pointing at the mean old trans femme person, uh, claiming that by me having her blocked for three months, I'd been stalking and harassing her. This is in spite of the fact that she called on her 100,000 subscribers to circumvent my block, noting the fact uh. that I had her blocked. 
That's that's for that's the uh, that's literally the opposite of stalking and harassment. Didn't matter. Um, we had to lock everything down. I lost uh, like a quarter of my Patreon. Um, she ended up getting paid three thousand dollars for what effectively equated to a hit on me, um, and that's where the conversation ended. Uh, yeah. Well, just more proof that transphobes are legitimately dangerous, regardless of how they might seem exterior to that. That 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 completely sounds like something that would happen in the UK, though. I I want to say though, I am I'm so sorry that you had to go through all of that. That's fucking awful. Yeah, one of the worst things was the fact that like when this all happened, like what the fuck do we do? Because of course, Adia knows law in that regard, and one thing she was afraid of is if news of this got to the UK police, uh, even if they just wanted to take a statement, if they contacted the Indian police and told them to get a statement and the Indian police found out that a trans person was involved, um, my ethnicity would not necessarily be a protection here. Um, you know, uh, Rachel Oates put me in direct risk of both sexual and physical assault, um, which is why we had to do something that we did not want to do and we had to get to the police first. Um, we contacted both the UK police and then Adita went down to the station by herself because she did not want to take me into that environment. Um, before, she had told the police that, you know, I am a practice lawyer. If you try any shit, I will destroy you. Um, you know. Oh, uh, wow. Because oh, and thank, there, and thank goodness was, she has that skill. Yeah, because there was the real fear that they would come knocking one day and, yeah. But that's what Rachel Rose wanted. Yeah. She I'm wanted so others to do the violence for her. Yeah, she oh, like the, uh, this is very transparently somebody wanted you hurt, and I am so sorry. That's that really does sound like <coughs> a typical a typical GC argument, though. I mean, when you look at uh, a lot of the things that like the the more overt GCs from the UK are saying, they're basically trying to weaponize people against trans people mm -hmm. and that's it, it's very similar uh that really rings true to what you just said it's just like uh like when, whenever you call them out on that they will always say that like oh i didn't do a thing i didn't mm -hmm. do anything like we're just we're, we're, we're just feminists we're just women we're just we're, we're just talking to each other do you want to know but what the scariest thing is of course uh, when I was calling out Westbrook, another thing Westbrook had done is there was this guy called Jonathan Friedel who was openly running around admitting he was more than a fucking basic level transphobe who was creating accounts, stalking me, abusing me. Um, Westbrook was defending Friedel, claiming that it was all part of some secret job interview. Uh, and like, I, sh I should have what? been thankful for the abuse because there was a chance of me being given money by Friedel. Friedel, you know gives a lot of Patreon to different uh, people, including Westbrook. Uh, Friedel had given Westbrook over $300, at least. Um, but anyway, uh, I made two arguments in response to that. One, I did not sign up for this. You know, transphobic abuse is not part of my job description as a trans person, and it's, like, horrific. It shows how they, they think trans life should be and the lives of, con like, trans content creators. That abuse is an essential part of it. It's not. Yeah. I did not sign up for it. Uh, and the other one was they were lucky 
that I was someone with the support system I had. I was currently seeing a therapist. Again, my stress at the time was off the charts. Um, it completely nuked my immune system. I had three infections at one point because of everything that was going on. Um, bacterial, viral, and, and, and a fungal as well. Um, and like it was just completely destroying me. I still had a therapist. I was still getting professional support. I said, you didn't know any of this. You just targeted a trans person you know is receiving extortionate amounts of abuse with further abuse. All you did know is that I come from a demographic with high rates of attempted suicide and self-harm. If you continue to target people like you did me, eventually you are going to hit someone who doesn't have what I have and you are going to kill somebody. Um, Rachel O's decided to take that and say, in spite of the fact that I repeatedly state I am not at risk of self-harm or suicide, that I was trying to weaponize self-harm and suicide. And the week before she went on to actually weaponize self-harm, she published a detailed video going over how uh, certain partners will use this sort of control tactic, uh, threatening self-harm if they're ever called out on their abusive behavior, uh, linking it to me and accusing me of it. Uh, and like that, that, was in, that was at the forefront of both her mind and the mind of all her viewers a week before she went ahead and weaponized self-harm. Um, and none this of them cared. None of them cared. Nothing, this is nothing you can do to change these, people mi <clears throat> these people's minds. This is... I, I, I can't speak for the entire Crifax team, but I can say that personally, uh, A, you're absolutely correct. They're going to kill someone. Mm -hmm. And I am perfectly comfortable saying at this point, hearing this, that they want to. And that disturbs the hell out of me. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's. And I'm sorry you were subjected to that. You didn't, and in no way deserve any that was done. This has definitely been something that that I've been confronted with with as well. Um, I mean, uh, basically, people have tried to dox me as well for being mm -hmm. part of uh, Crit Facts and also being very prominent. Um. Yeah, that that was definitely a wake up call. Though it's nothing near the extent of harassment that uh, that that you have faced, obviously. And it's also just like there's also the other little lies that they kind of bring in. Uh, for example, I told a um, a white African woman uh, to leave Woodford's Church of Transphobia. I used unfortunate wording. If you look at the comment in its full context, it's clear what I meant. Uh, but they took it in a way that meant I was advocating that she take her own life. But here's the thing. They didn't even claim that I'd done this to her. After the facts, they started claiming that I'd done this to Rachel Oates. Um, because like, not only were they editing what I said, but they started editing who I was saying things to. Um, just any sort of way that they could any sort of lie that they could twist to make out that I was this monstrous person. So, um, and sadly, yeah. that's where the conversation died. You know, no, no, no other trans creator. Again, I was the largest trans creator speaking on the issue at the time. Uh, mm. After people saw what was done to me, no one else was really willing to step up. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Woodford went on to hang out with Sargon of Akkad and, you know, course, talk to him about, course. like, what makes a woman and pretend like he'd beaten me on the science, even though free for free, I had him completely destroyed on the science. Uh, he lied at mm -hmm. three different steps. Um, you know, and he's continued to support Richard Dawkins. And, you know, I, I get that. Woodford's going to do that. Uh, Rachel Oates started hanging out with Rosa Dawn, pretending like she didn't know about Rosa Dawn's, uh, you know, transphobia, specifically towards uh, non-binary people, even though we've got evidence that shows she was made fully aware of it immediately after she started hanging out with her. Um, but what really gets to me is the way that people like those at the atheist community of Austin are running around the Richard Dawkins situation that's currently going on, pretending oh, yeah. like they support I was, trans people. I was, yeah, I was <clears> actually <throat> that was actually going to be my next my next question, uh, you know, because it kind of flows over into the um, the, the atheist community of Austin uh, situation because uh, I didn't follow the, all the um, uh, all the tweets like directly, but mm -hmm. I did see that a lot of the UK transphobes have been harassing um uh Matt Dillahunt Dillahunty over over this. Um that bit of, that they've basically been dogpiling piling him because I don't know. Honestly, yeah. I, I just wish he'd kind of fuck off and stop talking about <laughs> trans issues. Um because the thing is like when they do it, I have to see their face. Um you know, I have to see the faces of the people who enacted an extortionate amount of violence against me. Um mm -hmm. It also yeah. just presents them as a safe place when they're not. Like, there's a reason almost all of their trans members had left. Um, yeah. They started yeah. getting new people in, people who don't know about what happened. Because, again, when, when I was silenced, I was, yeah, done for. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's just, like, one of the reasons my focus on my channel has changed so much is, yes, there's kind of this need to push for trans people, especially at this time, because of like everything we're being put through. There's also the fact that the way I used to find a lot of my content, my religious-based content, is I used to search the tag atheist. And my reasoning was this. If a religious person is going around tagging atheist in their religious content, they're wanting a conversation. Um, sure. I couldn't do this anymore, because anytime I did that, I would just see their faces scrolling past as well, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and yeah. There's um. There's also been um. Excuse me. There's been a. Uh, I forget its name now because I'm I'm really good at remembering names. Not. Uh, um. We've appeared on a podcast by uh, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin Logan. Logan. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Basically, was the one who did the um. The interviews with the ACA walkout. Yes, yes, that's what that's what I was gonna gonna say. Like, uh, if if you're listening to this, uh, I would highly recommend uh, checking that out. Um, the, uh, the the interview he did with uh, yeah, the some of the people who essentially there's walked out. Two interviews. There's one with Tracy and Jen, and there's another yeah. interview as well. Um, I they they asked if they could do an interview with me. Uh, with all the stress I was going through at the time, I just couldn't do it. Like I had, I didn't have the knowledge or capability or time to like do shows at the time. 
Mm, that's um, very so understandable. I, I passed them over to Kevin. Um, I just kind of said, could you do this? Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, it, was, it was still very enlightening, I have mm, to say. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely anybody interested uh, in like the truth behind it. I think that's a very uh, that's also a very good pl- good thing to uh, to check out. Mm-hmm. You know, besides besides this uh, podcast, well, and definitely as it sounds as a warning, the atheist community of Austin is not a safe place. No, oh yeah. Matt Dillahunty's big thing is that he kept pushing for things to be done behind closed doors, and that's also why I had to say like this wasn't what happened in the second community in 2019 wasn't an atheist community of Austin thing. Um, it was the larger sector community, but Matt tried to contain it within the ACA. Um, he wanted to cut out all trans voices, just have the one cis woman that they brought in as a consultant, and that was it. They were going to deal with Woodford on their terms. Uh, no input by trans people whatsoever. Uh, if you've ever dealt with abusive people, this whole clo- behind-closed-doors thing is big for them mm-hmm. because it means... Um, People who have been victimized by their actions can never connect with each other, can never reach out, can never talk, can never build a community and support each other Mm -hmm. that way. Um, So, you know, this is why Matt Dillahunty is not safe. Uh, People say that apparently he's dating a trans woman right now. Uh, I get that thrown at me quite a bit. Like, ah, you are wrong because Matt Dillahunty is dating a trans woman right now. It's always my, my response is always the same. The majority of misogynists are heterosexual men. Exactly. Dating does not show respect. And the fact that they would attempt this argument when it's the exact same argument Milo Yiannopoulos used to use in regards yeah. to his black boyfriend. You know, I mean, if, if you want to go further down in, in, in history, you could look at H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. You know, he was like a huge anti-Semite, you know, mm-hmm. and it always showed in like, his interviews and his records. But he was uh, he was married to a Jewish woman. Yeah. So yeah, well, it's it's big big. I have uh, this minority friend energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Um. Uh, how, how is it uh, currently going? I'm I'm almost hesitant to ask, but um, like has it has it has like the um the stress uh, gone down a little bit? Uh, um. It's a hard one to explain because like each anniversary that passes, both when it started uh, in all, uh, it wasn't. It was April. It was April that it really kicked off, and September the second, no, September the fourth is when it all was all brought to a screeching halt. Um, mm-hmm. It was like six month period. Like each anniversary that I pass, I, I kind of. I've kind of been holding on to this hope that I would get stronger over the years and be able to like come back and show stuff that I never got to show because there's just so much evidence that just never got discussed uh, because of how everything was shut down. Yeah. Um, sadly, I've not been getting stronger these past two years. Uh, and each anniversary that feels that passes, I just kind of feel myself getting weaker. Um, channels also been struggling quite a bit. Uh, it's not just this it's also i have i have a tendency to um to stick very close to my moles when it comes to things and that can lead me to getting to other trouble as well um it's like i i try to get myself to you know compile the rest of the evidence that still remained undiscussed um 
but it's just like there's actual terror that goes through my mind you know it, it, it's like part of my brain is screaming at me um yeah whenever i, I try I to tackle it i do hope you remember that if, if you can't do it that's okay you don't have to feel guilty about not being able to, do, to bring this back up and, and exactly discuss it. it's okay the problem is like there's part of my mind i i do visualization exercises to kind of like approximate how i feel sure. um and like i just for the last two years i felt like part of my face has been ripped away um you know it's it's always that thing that there's always a chance of it coming up in any conversation um mm -hmm. you know I just want the record to be clean. I don't think it ever will be. But uh, the people who did this to me, again, like they're running around acting as if they're safe for trans people. And for them, life just moved on. You know, they, they got to move on like that. For me, it wasn't yeah. the case. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, I think that's something that rings true for a lot of these situations. Um, I think that just uh, um, I almost want to say that's just just being femme in general or being trans or a woman in society mm -hmm. is just very it 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 kind of shares that that sort of experience where uh, you're just you just have to deal with n not being believed as much you know you just have uh, you just have to live with with a lot of this pain that you're like unable to express and that this feels yeah it, it it's not something that's like uh i want to say it's it, it's not exclusive to trans people but it's it's something that should feel more familiar to to a lot of people and definitely feminists i would say cis feminist they should recognize themselves in this, I would mm. say, because you know they would have to be uh, have they would have to have dealt with yeah you know with uh, patriarchal struggles in some form or another, I mm. would say. And while you know there's always going to be a difference in you know uh, in, in effect, you know uh, of course every subject carries different weight. And it's gonna have like a stronger impact, gonna gonna incite more harassment, but the results should always be, uh, it's, it's almost always the same. It's always the same sort of uh, misogyny, and I think for that reason alone, I think feminists should have your back in this. They should have your back. Absolutely. Um, sadly, it's it's largely you know popular uh, opinion on youtube so um <clears throat> uh, also if you're listening to this uh make sure you subscribe to essence of love <laughs> on youtube uh, i'm also having i've also set up another channel ethel thurston it's just a place for me to upload happier things um because <laughs> i'm trying oh, yeah. to do more of that but uh that's fair yeah um, what, what are some uh other like topics that you focus on then uh, I've only got a couple of videos out so far. A couple of Dune videos review of the latest <laughs> movie. Um, I've oh, got hey. a sketch planned for Jurassic World Dominion. Um, there's also a uh, 
flushed away sketch that I've got planned. Uh, <laughs> that's that's an old film. I'm not sure if people remember that one. No, I do. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's just a few things planned. Um, uh, also some D and D stuff in the work. That's also there. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I I've done like, I think I've done two streams of D and D, and I always just end up saving it as like a little personal archive because nobody really watches those uh so that's 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 sad but um you know it's still fun to make those things even if it's just for personal yeah personal gain <laughs> and that's really what the channel is like, i called it in um like my trailers like, i called it a personal sketchbook kind of thing uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just a place where if i have an idea that i wouldn't normally upload to essence of thought um I can just throw it on there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, pretty cool to have, like, a little bit of an, uh, yeah, indeed, like a personal channel. Yeah, a place where you can talk about not quite so intense stuff that's important to you. That's great. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I I know everything, like, the whole story just kind of drags everything down. Um, yeah, well, I get that. It's uh, okay. it's perfectly understandable. It's a really really heavy heavy topic, mm-hmm. but at the at the same time, I do think it's really important that people notice and that people, hopefully, to anyone listening to this, they know what these organizations are, especially uh, in light of like the recent uh, Richard Dawkins mm-hmm. uh, nonsense. That's yeah. That, yeah, so that people actually know, even the people who saw those those tweets by people who like who, who were like oh well you know matt dillon he has uh is dating a trans woman now you know mm-hmm. that they know that no these people are not you know they are not supportive of trans people well, well, and, and, and like you said dating someone mm-hmm. does not indicate respect yeah exactly that's also that's a good point actually <laughs> like that's a that's a very important statement and i just i wanted to make sure that got recorded. oh yeah yeah because yeah. that always gets me it's like Again, the majority of misogynists are heterosexual men. <laughs> so many yeah. of whom are married to uh, women, surprisingly, and yet they're still misogynists. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, was yeah. it just like a general statement, or was it just like a personal well, no, statement? Uh, okay. Sorry, I, I was being sarcastic about. <laughs> oh, okay. The that, like the, the this like... is. It's a little. It's a little sad to me that this has to be said, but it does have mm. to oh, be yeah, said, yeah. and I'm glad yeah. we are saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I also think it's really uh, powerful of um, of uh, Ethel to just to go over this uh, yet again. You know. Yeah, I want to. I um, want to th- thank you for explaining this. Real, I'm. I'm certain it was incredibly hard, and I'm very. Of course, like I know someone's gonna say, "Oh, you've missed this detail. You've missed this detail again." It's six months this was going yeah. on for. It was a very long um, time to compress into an hour. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. I think um, w- when it was going down, I was following it like periodically. I was, mm-hmm. uh, of course, uh, doing my own things, uh, which I was li- really distracted with at the time. But um, everything is pretty much as you've described it so far, at, at least, uh, to my knowledge, at least. Of course, I'm not going to know all the nitty gritty. Uh, 
uh, I've stuff. Got, but, I've uh, got a playlist covering the stuff, and as always, I reference literally everything, so you can always go check like the originals, make sure nothing's been taken out of context. Um, yes. You know, that, 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 like, transparency has always been a key thing for me. Um, I mean, you're, you're literally a scientist, no? No, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> no? Uh, I thought you said. I thought you said at the beginning of the discussion. You said, uh, bachelor's in science. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> close no, enough. None, nonetheless, I like like you were saying, transparency is critical. You reference everything. People yes. can go check this stuff if they if they would wish to. Yeah, um, that's something that Rachel Oates does not do. <laughs> like she did a visual video on me, um, where she like reads out a few things that I said. Fine. Then she asserts that I lied about her, doesn't show how, and then like the next 40 minutes of that video are just like a glowing character testimony of uh, Stephen Woodford, Rationality Rules. Um, she does not like transparency at all. Um, and that's probably the reason she needed to shut me up. Um, yeah. Because the, like the whole self-harm... The whole self-harm move came after she she ordered her 100,000 subscribers to circumvent my block of her and harass me um, right. into apologizing to her. That's when I did the statement, this is why you're transphobic, this is why I'm not going to apologize to you, and like this is how you can fix things. I didn't send it to her, because again, I had her blocked. I pinned it to my wall, where she had just sent all of her subscribers. Um, then she decided to lash out because she realized her fuck up there. She had literally just sent all of her subscribers to a place where I detailed what she'd done. Um, or at least what I knew about at the time, because there was stuff I didn't even know about. Uh, I mentioned Levi at the start. He's my editor, a uh, trans man. What I didn't know at the time was the fact that he was a audience member of Rachel Oates. He was a former, he's, now he's a former fan of Rachel Oates. He saw everything unfold from her side and he tried to reach out and talk to her about how transphobic her audience had become. She published his emails um, with the intention of getting her followers to abuse him publicly to act as like a symbol to any trans person in her audience who even thought about criticizing her. Fucking yeah, she wanted to make a fucking <clears throat> example. That's I did not know about this at the time. Uh, and like people who claim that I was stalking Rachel Oates, if I had been stalking her, what are the chances I wouldn't have gone for that? You know? Um, yeah. that I would have been able to fucking destroy her with that. But I didn't know about it because I had her blocked mm -hmm. for three months and I just left her the fuck alone while she continued to create videos about me. She went on a 27-minute rant um, like 10 days before she pulled the whole self-harm move. You know. Um, I, to interrupt real quick, actually, I wanted to ask about that because you said that she was like making a thing about weaponizing self-harm and then mm -hmm. weaponized self-harm. Uh, what, what occurred in that incident, if it's okay to right, ask? And um, if you don't want to answer, you don't <clears throat> What happened is I had her blocked for three months. Mm -hmm. She... First of all, did after the Westbrook video, in which I state, if you continue to target other trans people as you have me, you will target someone who doesn't have my resources and you will get someone killed. Um, yes. She did a 27-minute rant on her August live stream um, in which she went after me saying that this is an abuser narrative. Um, spoiler, she'd later start hanging out with Rosa Dawn, um, who also loves this narrative. Um, and then she, again... Like a couple of days after this, three days after this, she did her uh, 
don't date these abusive girls video in which she talked about weaponizing self-harm and she again brought me into it. Um, then on the 2nd of September, what happened is I saw someone else responding to something and it was a comment that I had like on Twitter as as a tweet that I like the person they responded to had blocked. I saw it was about Woodford. Um, I unblocked, I like clicked the see what this thing is uh, option. Worst mistake ever. I saw Rachel Oates was still lying about what Woodford had done, and I did snap, okay? You know, I'd been mm -hmm. at this for six months. They were still lying, claiming that Woodford was not transphobic, in spite of the fact that he remade his video by this point, and it was just as transphobic as the first one. Uh, it just got smarter about hiding it with the language he right. used. Um, the old dog whistles, which are no longer dog whistles because everyone knows they're dog whistles, had been replaced with the newer dog whistles. Um, Naturally. So I did, I did uh, reply with two comments, after which I got a uh, like just mobs by her fans. I realized that wasn't a smart move. Okay, that was silly of me. So I reblocked her, um, and I went about my business. Then Oates uh, started calling on her one hundred thousand subscribers rather than blocking me, calling on her one hundred thousand subscribers to circumvent my block of her and right. harass me into apologizing for something I said to someone else. Um, you know, and that's when I did the whole post to my own wall. Uh, right. A couple hours after I'd done that post to my wall, I start getting uh, death threats, uh, transphobic abuse, etc. Uh, she had uploaded a video in which she showed uh, arm cutting and was like, saying that I had caused this and like, I need course. to, I need to be put an end to I need to be stopped. Um, yeah. What a disgusting fucking person. I'm so sorry. And again, literally a week before this, uh, she was like, oh, you can never weaponize self-harm in this way, you know? I've, no uh, I've noticed a lot of YouTube skeptics seem to operate by the modus of fine for me, but not for thee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, uh, these people are pretty much on par with... You know, uh, you've already said it with uh, Sargon Avocat, and yeah. you know, we know what to expect from those types of people. So yeah, yeah, I, I've actually yeah. got the, I actually got the quote here. Um, uh, I don't want to get into the it, the details, but this is an issue that is incredibly, incredibly personal to me. I found his words disgusting. This is on about me. This is Rachel Rose talking about me. You never, ever, ever use something like self harm to threaten other people. When you have that problem, that's your problem, and you cannot threaten other people with it. You cannot say, well, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't treat me like a normal person because I'll hurt myself because of you. That's manipulative and disgusting, and it trivializes the whole issue of self-harming in the first place, and I found it completely disgusting. This is the week before she decided to weaponize self-harm against me. And and so there's, like I have to say, there's no way she was not cognizant of that fact. No, there's she knew simply exactly no way. what she was doing. Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's horrible. How, what just baffles me is like how nobody, uh, so these people just, they have like a massive audience somehow. Mm -hmm. And then n nobody seems to... Mind that sort of thing. It just—it's just, it's just it selective. Like... It just goes out the window. Um, yeah, it's all it is about the same thing. what can I do yeah. to justify hurting the trans person? Exactly. It's just. But yeah, I, it... I think a lot of it is parasocial. You know, people like someone, ergo, 
they're they're more likely to ignore when that person does something bad. Mm. It's they they don't <clears throat> treat that person's material or words with any level of criticality. There's it, they they uncritically observe instead of critically engaging. I guess yeah, that's 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 the they're same content. thing that. It's the same thing that you know people like Sargon of Akkad have been relying on for years, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Is that people are content if it doesn't affect them directly? They they just it, it's almost like they just trust them to be like the narrator of of all the the of all their the the internet's news or something, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if anything goes down, it's just like they just trust them to. Yeah, to narrate it to them. That's the like, thing. Without, that's, yeah. That's the community Rachel Rose has created again. She doesn't reference or cite anything. Um, she always speaks in like gossip terms about me. Uh, so literally her audience, all they have is her word to go on. Uh, mm -hmm. With me, yeah. I, I, I think it was around this time that I started using the timestamps because people kept accusing me of taking stuff out of context. It was like, okay, here's the timestamp. Here's the original video. Literally, I'm not even asking you to watch the entire fucking video. Go to the timestamp and show me the context. Um, you know, because that's, that's, that's an argument we used to deal with in the secular community all the time with people going, oh, you're taking the Bible passage out of, con out of context. Oh, yeah. it, was always a, it was always a response of, well, show me the context that makes this okay. You know, explain that. You can't just assert it, you need to show it. Um, but that goes out the window the moment it's mm -hmm. like, their favorite youtuber so <laughs> it really yeah. goes to show that like it, it really doesn't matter if they call themselves like skeptics or anything else you know like that they they, they can be just as wrong on anything else you know well they've, really... they've, they've traded one one form of irrational faithful belief for mm -hmm. another yeah yeah it's, it's just it's 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 just mind-boggling a... to me it really is like uh well, I'm just stunned I want to say, like, as as an addict, um, one of the the pitfalls of getting clean is not simply trading it for a different addiction. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I personally, this is not speaking for anybody else, but I, I feel a similar thing is kind of analogous here, mm -hmm. in the way people treat these creators, and the way they treat skepticism, quote unquote, skepticism. Some it's of like... them, not not all people, of course. This is not a, mm -hmm. meant to be a blanket statement. Mm -hmm. It's just so it's just so odd to me how something like skepticism has just lost all meaning like this. It's, mm -hmm. it's I, so. I remember yeah. at the same time, uh, King Crocodile started making noise about the facts uh, that he was believing Jeff Damon younger. Uh, I don't know if you know much about the younger case. Um, I don't. I don't. Jeff Damon Younger is a conservative Christian father of a trans girl, Luna Younger. Mm. Uh, it's happening down in Texas. But uh, yeah, like the thing about that case is the mother of Luna, Luna's mother, um, she doesn't want to go to the papers at all because she's trying to respect her daughter's privacy. You know, she doesn't want to force her daughter into the public eye or anything. Um, right. she's taken her daughter to, I think, four or five different therapists, all of whom concur that she is trans. Um, the father just isn't having any of it. Um, 
this actually was one of the things that caused me to have a, you know, a similar stressful episode earlier this year in August. Um, the father is spent all his time demonizing the mother in the paper. Um, recently in August, he called for violence against people that supported the mother. Uh, and then I discovered this month that he's now running for uh, office in Texas. Um, you know, it's just... I said not surprising. I've forgotten the point that I was starting with and where I was going with this. Um, <laughs> that's, that's okay. This is there's, We've talked about a lot of really traumatic stuff. It's okay. Uh, yeah, that's very understandable. Uh, but... It's it's oh, the no trusting surprise. sources. Yes, of course. He was just trusting, in spite of the facts that the only places that were publishing anything were like the Federalist and Christian Life News. King oh, Crocoduck, King Crocoduck was like just believing what these shitheads were saying outright. It's like Christian Life News, no uh, bias there. It's it's a, it's the same thing when when you like browse uh, like uh, a GC forum or like mumsnet and they they link to an article on daily mail you know or uh the post millennial it's like okay well <laughs> thanks for this uh far right uh tabloid link like th this is this has no this has literally no science in it at all it's just all bias mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it's incredible and then they literally just two sentences ahead then they'll say like well you know we we are devout uh, leftists uh, here and uh, always been uh, a lifelong uh, socialist and uh, yeah it's well, like i i would fuck on i would like to say something that i i think is also critical and again i'm not gonna say i'm speaking for anybody else here except myself but uh in my opinion if you are transphobic you are not a fucking leftist. Absolutely, yeah. You are, you are simply not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see how people can even disagree on that. It's just like um, it, it, it's it's when you're transphobic, when you regret uh, other people's identities like that. That's 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 a form of social conservatism. I don't see how people can be can can say like. Well, you know, um, uh, I hate conservatism. Oh, except for this. Like, it doesn't work that way, you know? It just... They, they would have to admit to themselves, at least, that they're indulging in uh, a conservative, uh, conservative thinking. And uh, as, as we can see very clearly, this uh, sort of thinking points them uh, in the direction of of the right and sometimes even the far right you know like mm -hmm. i said you know them going to uh places like the daily mail is just like is people could consider that like a minor thing but yeah. you mm -hmm. know but it could it could it could become much worse than that you know I... and at, at that point would you uh would you still consider yourself like a leftist it's how just how could you how can yeah. you yeah well well i think um and I, I do believe we're running out of, of time, but I think a, a major problem is that uh, a lot of people mistake uh, I'm a leftist to mean I'm correct. <laughs> like they, they That's a good point, yeah. Well, so they convince themselves that they're correct, therefore they're a leftist. And so even if their ideas drift into extreme alt-right, 
well, they're correct. They're a leftist. Mm-hmm. Or, well, well, it's either that or um, they have some sort of, uh, they have like a conceived notion of, uh, of leftism that they've, uh, that they've already accepted. For example, yeah. they have like a basic uh, grasp of um, gay rights. You know, they accept gay marriage. That's all fine and dandy for them. And so they rely on that to, you know, to kind of carry themselves, you know, as a leftist almost. Like, so when the topic of trans people comes up, they can just be like, no, no, I'm a leftist. You know, see, I, I, I think gay marriage is, is pretty cool. You know, well, they, even, they, th- even though, yeah. They become attached to the, the contemporary orthodoxy of their, their skeptical movement and refuse to have any willingness to change, grow, or learn. Mm-hmm. I yeah. used the term orth- orthodoxy. I realize that's a very loaded term. I apologize if it's, it was the wrong way to say that. But mm-hmm. oh, I see what you mean. Um, I do, um, before, before we uh, close out on anything, I do want to end on a bit of a lighter note, if that's okay. Okay, sure. Uh, so just to, um, just to uh, round things out on a, positive, uh, on a bit of a positive note, um, yeah, what, what sort of, um, what, what are some of your uh, goals with Essence of Thought? Uh, that's a good one, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring into focus an old strategy that I used to do because kind of convincing yourself that you're trying to help everybody is not a healthy strategy. Um, you're going to fail somebody and it's going to hurt and you're going to blame yourself. Uh, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. from my more secular focus days, we had the stratagem of one person. If I can reach out to one person, help them feel, you know, less shameful about who they are, you know, whether they be LGBT plus or anything like that, um, if I can help them feel better, if I can help them, you know, come out, form new communities, that sort of thing, that that should be enough, you know, just helping one person. And honestly, that's kind of what I'm trying to bring back to my mentality right now. Um, mm-hmm. But with like trans people, if I can just help one trans person, <laughs> you know, if I can just give them the information to stand tall, to argue their case, if I can give them the strength, like to exactly. not feel like they had to bow to an abuse culture, if I can just give mm-hmm. anyone any of that sort of thing. They have like the tools to be just as strong as 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 you have been, you know. And That's definitely uh you know, then then basically the newer, especially the newer generation of, you know, trans uh, people and trans kids, uh, they, 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 can, they can, you know, in a metaphorical sense, they can stand on the shoulders of giants. Well, and as someone who has fallen into that pitfall of you can't, well, believing you can save everyone, um... And has had to learn what you're trying to bring back to your mentality as well, myself. That is beautiful and noble, and it is enough. It is enough if you help even one person. And and I want to thank you as well, again, for because I know this was a lot of very traumatizing things and very 
uncomfortable subjects to discuss, I want to thank you again for taking the time to walk us through it and explain what happened and help us to understand. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's very enlightening. I think um, a lot of uh, a lot of people who might be listening to this are probably not even aware of this, or mm -hmm. they might have come across it uh, kind of like I have, uh, where they they have witnessed some of it, but they haven't gotten the full context of it and the full implications. Mm -hmm. So I think in that sense, it's uh, it's definitely yeah enlightening and very uh, uh, very helpful. Yeah. Um, um, well, yeah. I can offer some insight. I'm just sorry we didn't really talk about <laughs> our scheduled topic at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. It's okay. So, we can we can so talk we... about it, or we could talk about it in a later episode. We can talk, maybe. About, it. We can talk about it in another episode if you want. Well, uh, well, and and I I want you to know that sometimes that's how things go. That's okay. Mm -hmm. There's no worries. <laughs> we're, definitely, to... we're definitely we're definitely uh, kind of used to rolling with the punches on uh, Critcast. <laughs> so, uh, so that's yeah. uh so, yeah. no no worries. There's no need to be sorry. What what yeah. mattered here um was that we discussed what was important at the moment and I think I think we did. I think it's uh yeah, I, I think it in my opinion it was very helpful. Uh definitely I haven't been, uh, like I said, I haven't been into it as much as mm. uh, again, and I think you recalled it just perfectly, and just, and, and especially like uh, because uh, the 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 Twitter train never stops, you know. So yeah. like the, yeah. the social media never uh, never stops, and especially for these people like you know, like Matt Delahunty and all these, uh, like the, these trash bags. You know, mm -hmm. and it's important to just kind of reiterate, like, hey, this happened. You know, they yeah. don't, uh, whatever they say, this this has happened. And they've never you know? addressed it or held themselves accountable for it. Uh, exactly. Well, I hope, if anything, that this episode helps some more people, even if not them, hold them accountable. Exactly. Because and... you, you deserve no less. You You should not have had to undergo any of this. And I, I hope at minimum this episode is able to get you more support that you very deeply. Thank you. Yeah, and I also have to say I deeply admire your strength in uh, dealing with all this. Yes. So, with that being said, um, we're going to uh, call it this episode. And want to thank, again, my... Um, uh, our, of course, in the first place, I want to thank uh, Ethel. Thank or, you for having uh, me on. Essence of Thought, uh, for uh, you know talking about this really uh, you know sensitive topic still, and um, I wish you a lot of luck in uh, your future um, uh, videos and content. Thank and you. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can, uh, um, hopefully maybe we can make a little promise that we're gonna revisit that topic because <laughs> yeah. I am curious now on like uh, discussing different matters. I yeah. I, I want to say before we go, I I was actually not super aware of your channel or you or this incident beforehand but uh, I have followed and subscribed and I, I, I am genuinely after speaking to you really excited to uh, watch some of your content and learn some things so I just hope it's, it's, it's a decent quality <laughs> <laughs> I think I, so I am, I am sure it will be 
and uh, uh, I'm like I said, I'm genuinely excited to, to learn. I've this. I've I've been a fan for like at least a bunch of uh, years now, <laughs> which is why I wanted to contact you in the first place. And again, to reiter to reiterate, I can speak. Uh, to anyone <laughs> listening, um, please go check out uh, ch check out her channel. You know, it's on YouTube. Essence of Thought. Subscribe to them, and we will see you in the next episode of Critcast. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.